Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 287. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com. Axon would also like to give the loyal listeners of the Moving Iron Podcast a free Axon desk pad. Anyone who emails marketing at Axon Tire, they will send you an Axon desk pad. Make sure you mention you heard about this on the Moving Iron Podcast. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or private party, AgDirect can finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about our financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values on auctionable pricing insights. And finally, this podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. Their Dealer Connect CRM I app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experiences and transform how you work. Okay, so... This edition of the podcast was being recorded from the Moving Iron Summit in Nashville and got a special group with us here today. We have uh, Dave Peffley and Clint Christie with Cook Auction out of Missouri, Dwayne Schulten from Schulten's Equipment out of Washington, and Robin Ryan Randall from Randall Brothers in Ohio. This is the last year was the first year the summit was open to all colors. This year, we opened it to some wholesale channels, and you guys are here. So this is your first one. Welcome. Thanks for the invitation. You bet. You bet. Glad to have you here and get some true used, (laughs) the the real world angle to look at all this stuff. So guys from Cook, uh, what's going on in your part of the world? 
Well, it's been good just like it has everywhere else. Um, I think we've uh, seen a little more dry and droughtier type conditions right. in our area. So maybe our, our local market hasn't been quite as strong as some other places due to that. But um, overall, our bean crop looks good. Things look good going into the uh, into the fall. Um, auctions have been strong. Um, prices have been good. Um, I mean, it's just it's, it's just been pretty solid, but uh, kind of like the entire market. Yeah, the entire globe. Yeah. <laughs> if it's farm machinery and it's here, it's sold. I totally get it. Are you seeing anything soften? Kind of like from last year to this year. I would say maybe not specifically one type of machinery or piece of machinery, but in general, average stuff at auction is dropping. I would for a while, average stuff was selling lights out. Right. But the average, we've seen a pullback at our sales. Yep. And just even even putting it in the absolute row and selling it for whatever sure. it's going to bring. It's a little tough to get people to bid sometimes. Yeah, that that ten thousand or ten year old five thousand hour tractor in March was worth thirty thousand more than it is today for damn sure. That that kind of stuff has kind of gotten some sanity back to it. It seems like I would totally agree with that. Yeah. Dwayne, what do you what are you seeing up in the corner over there? We're pretty sheltered from everywhere else in the United States. So, I mean, it's a, it's a unique area. Um, we've had the best two years of Skolton Equipment's history. I mean, but most of that's been Kubota, ironically. We're a Kubota dealer. Ever since COVID happened, uh, we it's kind of embarrassing to admit that we've been the beneficiary of COVID. I mean, sure. who'd have thought that? And, and so the consumers came out of the woodwork to buy little tractors because they were stuck at home and uh, it blew us away while we were kind of gearing up to possibly shrink suddenly we had to reverse everything and, and um, yeah so we're a good sized Kubota dealer and, and uh, uh, we were slammed the whole time still are yeah forced to stay home and got a check to stay yeah, home yeah, so yeah, perfect yeah. you're there to help yeah we were I mean it was it's been a good couple of years for sculpting equipment that's for sure excellent excellent are you seeing anything kind of normalize or soften up in that realm we're starting to see sales flatten just a little bit the last couple of months but you know you kind of had to expect that at some time yeah. I mean, it actually continued on longer than we thought it would so um, it's definitely flattened but it's we're still busy um interest rates are going to change a lot of stuff that's yeah. Kind of, oh yeah. yeah and then ironically we have no price protection anymore just kind of that kind of all went out the window uh and that happened in the last 60 days these manufacturers oh we're not going to price protect anything even though we said we were we're not right let's go wow okay <laughs> it's 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 I, sorry thanks for being a dealer <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's, it, some of that's changed it's but it, uh, it's been a good run. I mean, you know, you do this for 40 years, and all of a sudden the last two years end up being the two best years you ever had. You just kind of go, whew, didn't ever expect it to end this way. I expected it to be wheeled out the door, and, well, you're done. You know, right. Picked out, right? But, yeah, it's been good. Good, good. Randalls, what's going on in your part of the world over there? 
Oh, uh, it's it's wild, just like everywhere else. It's uh, things keep climbing, keep getting higher. You devote most of your time to trying to acquire the equipment and pay more than you ever have. Cross your fingers. <laughs> right. It's, you know, you just you, obviously we're not seeing as much sell. You used to see five of the same items sell every week, and it's pretty easy then to determine what the market is. Well. When you see one of something sell every two or three weeks, and it brings God knows how much it'll bring, right? Then, then you're really messed up in the head. But um, yeah, we do have a super crop growing. Uh, it sure looks good. It's not in the bin yet. It sure ain't sold yet. But uh, in my opinion, I, I personally feel we, if the market holds strong. I think we could see the absolute wildest December we've ever seen. Oh, absolutely. But that is just my opinion. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that's just my outlook. Yeah, I, I totally, I could totally agree with that. Last December was pretty damn wild on its own. Oh, so, it was, but, and that was before the year we've had this year. So, yeah. no, another thing that really doesn't quite get factored in is the amount of stuff that does get exported out too. Absolutely. And there's no doubt with the limited amount of production that's going on today that there is not that flooding or opening of the gates that it's coming in. So there's a demand for that and how much is being let, left the country too is, is, you know, a major factor why I think we can see a very wild December. Yeah. And I very well could be wrong too, but that. And, and you guys do a fair amount of export. Have you, has that, have you, how's that been this year? Well, for obvious reasons, Ukraine's been down. Right. Um, <laughs> Just, but, just but a little bit. Still active. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not totally shut off. They, they have done some. Yeah. I mean, we, we like, had a couple sprayers over there in the last couple months. Right. So. I'd say it's probably down ninety percent, wouldn't you? Yeah. We, not anywhere near what we were, but we've still sold several items that's went there. Uh, South America's been extremely busy here. Yeah. Um, Do you get a lot of China activity too? Yeah. No, we. There's been several go to China. And, that whole deal's a little head scratching. Yeah. It's hard to figure out, but. Right. Uh, yeah, it's busy, it's good, it's, it's confusing, and you just roll with it. Yep. You know, you just have everything in the world working against you. You got limited production, you got costs of new going up, and, you know, it's just you, with, with not being able to get your hands on it, well, well what is the piece worth? I, right. You know. And, you know, another kind of funny conversation, everybody always says, well, when's it going to tank? When's it going to tank? I, I don't know all you guys' opinion. I don't ever look for it to tank. I think it will plane off and level out. Demand could go down just a little bit, but I don't foresee prices. Well, and that's, and that's kind of what I was alluding to in that roundtable, right. that panel yesterday. We're, we, don't, there's, we don't have the problems that we did in 14 to sift through. We just don't, right. there's no machine population out there. You know, the one thing that being on the dealer side of this and seeing all of our deals and talking to neighboring dealers with pretty good relationship, there's a substantial amount of stuff bought with no trade, substantial. And they're not selling that and they're not using it on the farm. So is there going to be a mini glut of all the producers who hung on to their stuff and as they start hearing the chatter about softening, they go dump all that? So in my opinion, I don't think so. And this just, in, it 
in one case, I think back to last year where we had a local customer that came in and bought a second S670 combine, not because he needed right. a second S670 combine, but because his dealer went to him and said, hey, if you have a breakdown, we can't guarantee parts. you that we're going to get parts to get you back going. Right. So I think that plays a lot into the reason why we've seen so few of trades. Backup. It's backup. These guys are scared to death that their combine or their main tractor or their planter is going to go down. Right. And they're going to be weeks yeah. Without, without being able to go. Yeah, because you, know, you, you go into the dealership and you want that part next day aired in the morning. Might be two days. And that's still as fast as you're going to get it. Yeah. yeah I, that, that makes ago, sense. If somebody would have ever said that was the case and that was going to go on, you'd, you'd look at it across. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, well, I, any, and anything. I would have done that as well now had this guy not come in and specifically told us that's right. why he bought that combine. He, no. he was a 1,500-acre farmer. He did not need two combines. <laughs> right. No, and I, I think you're 100% right. And to piggyback on what you said, I mean, and trades is, is a good part of ours. You know, yeah, we, we, we try to make a little bit, you know, on that. But, like, guys that come in with that trade, I've, I've kind of – I haven't stressed to them. But I've, I've told them, I'd be like, you know, I don't think it would be anything wrong with having a second, a backup to everything you have because – you know, you take the littlest part that will that will shut you down, shuts that entire machine down. Right. You know, and, and that's you know just to piggyback on what Dave said. I I agree. I don't think, I don't think uh, after the last two three years, that them them guys the no trades that didn't come in, they're they're going to keep them, they're, they're, and they're not pressured to sell them. You know, when prior to the last two years. They they had a trade because they had equity and, and right. they didn't have enough cash, right? Well, today it's paid for. There's no pressure on them to get rid of it. And you know, I've been doing this 40 years. My phone used to ring on weekends a lot, you know, because that's what we did. You know, you call if you got trouble. You're serving a dairy farmer. Yep. Now I bet you I don't get one phone call a month, and I still got that many cows. And but all these guys, they got backups, and, and right. we kind of trained them because you know it's double time on weekends and and so I don't I don't see that being an issue I, I think it's they're they're pretty comfortable keeping all this iron on their place because they, they like having backups they don't want to have to call us yeah and, and that's a big thing too you know you think back 10 15 years ago and having a spare was the most outlandish they would never dream of that. I don't want that thing. Get it the hell out of here. We're not using it, you know? And now it's, I need two of that, two of that, two of that. But well, And like he said on, on that, you know, how, how many guys are getting, well, I, I got a few less acres this year. Right. I mean, a guy either gets more or he retires and, and he's getting out. So he probably does have a purpose for that second machine. Right, right. Well, and when, when I say the glut, I don't mean anything like what we did with, 12 and 13 combines and all the 24-hole planters that brought 100,000 less than they were advertised for and all that mess because it's all gone, you know? So much of that is gone. It's exported, it's burn up, it's junk, it's wherever, and it's gone. So we don't, and when, you know, if, if we're looking at, at red and green, you know, S700s, 40s, 50s, there just aren't the excessive population, so... There should not be the same problems. 
Well, and I think when you start looking at it from a a farmer's relative perspective, okay, say that this stuff does start slipping. Sure. Say, say that the price is on the on these three thousand hour in three thousand engine hour combines yeah. starts getting back to where it probably should be in the sixty thousand dollar range right. instead of the ninety to hundred thousand yep. dollar range. You know, comparatively to what a new combine cost, if that combine's worth sixty thousand bucks and it's in the shed and it can you can put fuel in it and it can go run for two days while you're waiting on something else what is $60,000 in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, exactly. And especially if you have that one piece and you have to go rent one for, and, and nobody's going to rent what you want for one, two, three a week to go do. I mean, it's like, our, our rental is 350 bucks an engine hour, hundred hour guarantee two weeks. That's, that's your rental. So whether you put on 50 hours, doesn't matter. Hundred hour minimum, so it's thirty five grand. You want to use that combine. Perfect. Case in point, keep a sixty thousand in the shed, and we and we it within our area. We saw a hell of a lot of that in all the fourteen through sixteen auctions. Like every one of our like B B customers, all the A's, they've all got two, maybe three. Yeah, you know, because why wouldn't you? And that may become a problem that these guys already have to. Right. So you're not going to keep three or four. I mean that that may be right a, a deal, but tractor wise, I, I you know I don't think any farmer minds having five too many tractors. Yeah, exactly, exactly. the The biggest thing you know, like we're sitting here talking, and this is very mindful to me in this room with you guys. You know, just like that, what was that, a 21780 brought 476 on auction or some shit? Yeah. And we don't have a 780 that we're asking 476 for, you know? So, but but I know you have, I, I like to think we are at least a halfway smart in the used world dealer. There, There's plenty others that aren't, regardless of color, and... My the thing that scares me is you're not going to be forty thousand wrong on forty combines. You're going to be a hundred wrong, a hundred and fifty wrong on ten. Well, we've talked about that before. Is okay. Where does you know you talk about your A customers or right. your A farmers? You know that are farming large acres. Where's the where's the next levels? comfort level at purchasing yes you know it doesn't have to it and we all know this it doesn't matter how cheap something gets comparative to new to a farmer if he doesn't need it he won't buy it. right I and mean, it doesn't matter no. how and it doesn't matter how cheap that gets there yeah so, you, so and you gotta understand it man so but why would you too you know right. so it's not, not but so not where does so where does that where does that next level come in i mean if that combines four hundred and fifty thousand. Is it two hundred? Is it two hundred fifty thousand? Where that next guy feels comfortable buying in, or two hundred? You're you're exactly right. There there's a gap coming that, and we don't know how big it is. Case in point, and what is it? Because we we just the news shit just keeps jumping, not climbing, jumping up. Yeah, and 
Yeah, like everything, an 8R, a combine, half of the planners, everything is half a million dollars. How, you know, can an A minus even digest the one-year-old used? You know, you're gonna come into a point where if, if you're buying new, please run that for three years at least so somebody can afford it when it comes back, you know? Or you get into some creative lease situations. Yeah, it can just be an awful tough pill to swallow to give 350 for a combine and think you have to put another 30 in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was very, you know, was a point I think, you know, you and, uh, you and uh, Nebraska Harvest Center and Dave Gibson were up yesterday. That, that's, that's a very valid point. You're talking about the reconditioning. And uh, uh, what was it? Uh, $150 a separator hour, I think, was kind of the guideline. Uh, 1500 yeah 1500 bucks per hundred set so yeah so so divide by 10 but i mean that that's a very value you know i i understand 200,000 150,000 250,000 that sounds like a ton of money and it is right and it is but in perspective when you are talking 30 percent of new yeah very well needs 23 in some reconditioning fees yep yep Dwayne's sitting here thinking we're complaining about combine costs. <laughs> <laughs> That's cheap. Yeah, no shit. Chopper world. Yeah. Yeah. You know. What hey, do you have a rule of thumb on choppers? Yeah. We've played with it, and I come up with five hundred. Five hundred what? Five hundred per hour. Yeah, and it's probably never enough. I, I if, if I have a customer breakdown, I try to talk them out of renting. I said, even if we're at 300 bucks an hour for just the base machine, you still gotta put your heads on it. I don't wanna rent to you. And they look at you, I go, then I gotta have 100 hours. I won't even, so I, I got parameters. If they don't have yep. 100 hours, I'm not renting it. And then I, I try to talk them out of it because you gotta pay cleanup costs too, and it's horrendous. Cleanup on a har harvester is just. Oh, yeah. So, you're never done. We kind of trained our customers, hey, you don't want to be renting, and I don't want to rent to you because the knives always come back shot. I mean, it's it's a it just doesn't work. But, you know, the funny thing is you, I'm sitting in here with auction guys, and, and, and in the chopper world, in the forage harvester world, we don't have a lot of dealers that are good at forage harvesters, but the last thing I want to see happen is dealers get sucked into a trade and then panic, and guess where they liquidated? Yep. At an auction yard that, you know, may not sell enough harvesters, right? And all of a sudden, they flatten my retail market. And it just torques me off. And it happens a lot. I noticed there's a couple John Deere's today on auction time. I was going, what do you, why are we selling, you know, two-year-old John Deere harvesters on auction time? I hope they weren't yours. but No, they're not uh, ours. And I'm just going, oh, well, it was I better not say it. Many, I know, I remember whose name was on them now, yeah. And you just go, that just kills the market. And then that's... But what, what, what's the alternative? Well... You can't hang on to it for five years. We, no. We've done that. The, the problem with choppers is, and you're exactly right, Dwayne, I think when it comes to choppers, you are a thousand percent in or zero all yeah. the way out. Right. You cannot half-ass and pretend to be in the chopper business. Or you're gonna get burned. And yep. I feel sorry for guys that jump in, I'm going, oh, they're gonna get a huge education. And then they're gonna have a torqued off customer. Yep. No, we figure like a thousand hours, if they haven't spent 30 grand on it, they have to. Yes, yeah. And, and the bigger choppers, it might be closer to 50 grand. 
yep. a big 900 horse. And I, I say you're very correct because, I mean, honestly, I, I try to tell, and I try to brace a lot of guys that come in that about every thousand, and this is pre-COVID, pre-all this, that about every thousand separator hours on a combine, it needs $10,000 worth of iron. Put iron, iron, not not yes not labor Ours. not not I hook up my I mean, laptop yeah i mean a lot of different things are different whether you know, augers chains sprockets themselves if they have you know uh, you know somebody do it or an outside guy get all that but it uh you know that uh you, well, know, the, you, you, you need to be braced for that yes and, and if he, you don't then more, more kudos to you and the other issue is that so a farmer thinks he scored a big one on you he, he, he calls me up to do hey Dwayne, we just bought a 1500 hour chopper and I go, has there been any money spent on it? No, the guy said it was all ready to go field. You just go, well, you're going to spend another 50 grand. Now suddenly he, there's dead silence on the other end of the phone. What? <laughs> I go, yeah, that's what we put in every chopper we buy. I mean, we sell all of our cutters with warranty. And, we, and we're, we're unusual there, but I'm used to it. I've been doing it for years, so we just go through them. So, so they don't get that. So that market's really... When you see numbers all over the place, I'm not shocked, but yeah, there's usually a farmer or a dealer learning, oh, this is, or he may have bought it for a farmer he has and then doesn't realize, oh, you're mm -hmm. gonna stick a ton of money in this thing. Right. Yeah, like you said, they said, well, it was field ready, like, and that's a, that's a, I see that term thrown around <laughs> hugely in the used equipment business. Oh, and, oh and, constantly. And, Shit, uh, I, I send it out ready. all the time, guys. Yeah, I mean, field ready is the individual that said that. Exactly. Uh, now, we also farm, so, uh, I mean, field ready, you know, it depends what side yeah. of counter you are sitting on when you right, talk yeah. field ready. And, and your own field ready might be different. Is it, am I going to go plant a thousand acres or am I going to go disc up that 40? No, you're, you're hundred percent right on that. I mean, you, okay, field ready. Like we, we might've just came out of the field. Well, that the combine did come out of the field, the tractor, whatever, whatever piece of farm, yeah. like it came out of the field. It was running. Would it make another round? Well, sure. You know, if I would have had another 40 acres to do or yeah. another 500, I'd still be out there going like this. But I've also took them out of the field and went straight to the shop and dropped 30 in them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that, that, that is a term I see just, just loosely thrown around. And, I, you know, I just I hate to see people get sucked in into that because, you know, that can be, uh, that depends on what, what side of the table you're on. Well, hey, you said that was field ready. Well, well it wasn't field running. Right. But it, can it need this, this, and this? Absolutely. Right. But you know, ready is the main ingredient to set a salesman up for failure. <laughs> there you go. And usually when you're pressuring That's a great way to get a pissed off call about seven o'clock at night. Oh. Usually when you pressure the guy, he said, well, it was running when it came out of the field. The, the, the interpretation went full circle, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. But I one, think, you know, one thing we're fighting in the industry, though, right now is not many of our customers know that it, one harvester, one forage chopper went up a hundred grand. Right. They, they haven't, we know it, but our customers still haven't. That's gonna be kind of interesting to me when our customer finally finds out, you're kidding, it really did? And then suddenly that's gonna change everything. I think, uh, you know, I've been talking to several other the cloth dealers and I just go this, you know, some of these customers are gonna be in for a huge shock. And oh, yeah. we don't even know if we can get them a machine for next year, right? Yeah. But that that's still all to play in. Why, Most I, of the dealers know about it, but. Well, I wondered if you guys haven't had those conversations yet, because okay, it goes up in cost a hundred grand. You can't, I mean, so the customer's gotta pay a hundred, just get back to where he was. Still those those are those are very 
difficult conversations oh. because it, you know, for for the health of the youth side, you can't just swallow that. No, it can't go to the used. The used has to stand on its own. It's got to go somewhere. But ironically, the used is still only worth what it was worth yesterday. Exactly. Right now, mate. But so we got a. They, there's a huge gap there now that we didn't have last year. Right. Well, and maybe, maybe not, because that's remained to be seen yet. I mean, if there's no availability still on a chopper, the new chopper went up a hundred thousand. So you went to your, so you went to your customer and asked him a hundred and seventy-five thousand to trade for one year and five hundred hours. You know, so one comes up that's a year old at an auction that's got three hundred hours on it. So do you get two guys because you can't get one that it, right. that it brings an S790, there, there I mean, yep. that's the reason why that combine brought what it brought. It's there. It? Yep. But we don't. It's there. We're not anywhere close to those numbers. We've got to have, and we can't, now we can't, we can't trade a guy out of a 500-hour chopper because we'll never find a customer for that 500-hour chopper. Even if we got, even if we drew three, 400 grand, we can't find a customer for that. Because them chopper customers want to buy new ones. It's a fascinating what they'll pay for a new one and, and, not, and walk right by a nice low hours one. You just, different world. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, guys, I think that's a pretty good jumping off point. I want to thank all you guys for coming this year. We appreciate it. Great having you here, and thanks for sitting down for a little session. I hope it was okay, not too bad. It's nice that John Deere dealers actually allowed somebody else to be here. <laughs> Well, you talk about a confidence boost. I feel like, you know, I feel like a new man. You know? <laughs> I, I didn't know I was in Portland or even in, on the map, and but, I feel like. <laughs> there, there you go. Well, I just hurt Aaron's feelings about three days before I came here. He asked me for a price on two cutters. And so, yep. And so so I, have, I have extra fresh tears from him <laughs> just, for, just on the flight here. Shit. <laughs> I mean, we bought a lot of stuff off you, and I feel good that you even knew my email to, to, to meet you and, like, sit down. Like, I don't even know where I'm at on this. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, God. Every once in a while, he says, well, what planet are you from? I'll get some smart-ass remarks back from because he didn't like the price I shot. <laughs> I get that every time. <laughs> hey, I'm just doing my job, guys. Just doing my job. I wonder sometimes, go, well, why did you ask for an offer? Well, here's what I know. When I get your offer, I know where the floor's at. Yeah. I can only go up yes. from there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Moving Iron Podcast. And with that, let's go move some iron. Out. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. 
TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving higher in the 21st century. Hardware. 